and welcome to another scintillating episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me from the safety of her own dwelling unit is my mm-hmm. co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. My bunker. Your bunko. Do you have, in case of a natural disaster, do you, do you have a lot of canned goods, Jessica? found myself thinking about this when I couldn't sleep last night. I've got like two cans of Superstar beans. Oh, which are my favorite. The pinto beans, the beans to be seen. Uh, and I think I have one can of chickpeas. So no, not at, yeah. at all. I do have a ton of water, though, because I have to buy uh, the like big bottles of distilled water for my sinus rinses. And then once I use the distilled water, I refill up the bottles and I store them under my bed like a prepper. That's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah. Well, I just rewatched all of Lost. So I'm, you know, that's the Whoa. first thing you got to do. How many like, see, like, I guess we should introduce our guest because yes. most important part of the podcast is the guest and no exception this week. I mean, I just wanted to leave that little clue mm. there, a little mm, bit of Easter foreshadowing. Egg. I am extremely excited about our guest. She's a returning guest. She's a writer. She's engaged. Uh, she's a spiritual smoker. <laughs> mm, no longer medically smoking. Yeah, but uh, emotionally smoking. <laughs> it's Nico Stratus. Hi. Yay. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Uh, first time, long time. <laughs> second time. Second time, sometimes. Lo- longest time. Uh, second time, longest time. Oh, whoa, 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 the longest time. For the longest time. <laughs> mm. Okay, we got Billy Joel right off the top. Is that who that is? Yeah. Yep. I shouldn't say that I write about music now professionally because I don't, I can't recognize a Billy Joel song that I sang. Well, no, I don't agree. I feel like your area of expertise is mainly like 90s music. Oh, you've noticed. Yeah, he was mostly <laughs> I don't want to generalize, but from what I've read, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I tell you, I have been requested, I've got an offer potentially to do um, a bit of radio around music, like coming on and talking about music. And the person cool. that interviewed me the other day was like, we were talking about like my experience with like speaking and music and all this stuff. And finally he was like, so I just have to ask you one thing. And I said, uh-huh. And he said, do you listen to like, New, and I was like, you're going to ask me if I listen to new music, aren't you? And he was like, okay, I was trying to figure out how to, and I was like, yes, I do. I just write about the 90s because I'm almost 40, but also like, you know, I do listen to music that has come out in the last 10 years. I just don't like it all that much. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to get this job, but Oof. I tried. I mean, if you want that job, I want you to get it. But um, I was going to make a joke and be like, did you have a Paula Cole face, which is a very 90s singer for me. Which one is Paula Kim? Is Paula, Paula Cole? Paula Cole. <laughs> I was like Sean Colvin. She's um, like a chanteuse uh, of the uh, <laughs> mid 90s. See, is Paula Cole? Oh, Paula Cole. Isn't Paula Cole like the Dawson's Creek song? That's Paula Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be. I don't know And then they like replaced her with... A Jan Arden song, I think, which like blew my mind when I was watching Dawson's Creek recently. Also, besides, I've never Lost. seen Dawson's Creek. Oof. You're right, she did. It's so bad. <laughs> um, it's not all bad, but Dawson in particular is like. Uh, Jay and I have have this term. I don't know if I've 
discussed it on the podcast. Maybe I have, but like when someone's like, when someone sucks, we refer to them as, and it's usually a guy. Uh, we refer to them as a stinky little wiener man. <laughs> yeah, you have, I think. At yeah. least I'm aware of it. Like Dawson is a stinky little wiener man. Jack from Lost, total stinky little wiener man. Um, it's just sort of like someone who is Jack from Lost, the lead man with yeah, brown hair, Matthew the Fox. Yeah. yeah, who's the hot, the hot one? Again. Sawyer. Mm. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Well, yum. it depends on your definition of hot one. Yeah, I mean, there's also Jin. He's probably oh yeah, he's the fucking, hottest. You're right. Saeed's pretty hot too. It's an island of yeah. extremely attractive oh, yeah. men. Everyone is very hot. Yeah, I mean, we got Bernard, <laughs> and then they have the nice dog. Vincent. Vincent. We're talking about Lost already, but like we got to save it. Yeah, that's spoiler alert. Yeah, we got to make everyone um, uh, edge. The three of us could just launch a whole new podcast where you explain popular culture to me that I have missed. (laughs) Like you are living because I've never like I've like there was like huge chunks of time where I didn't uh, consume a normal amount of culture and often feel lost (laughs) (laughs) in conversations i think i already did kind of try to convince jessica to start a lost podcast when you sent me we were talking about lost on instagram dms like a month ago i think i think you and jay were watching it at the time i got really high one night and i decided like if lost was rebooted as like a prestige like hbo show or like a huge movie and every role was recast who would play it and then nico i think nico posted you said on twitter or something that you weren't having a very good day and so i was like okay i think i i need to share my uh stunt casting list with you because uh, yeah. it might be a welcome distraction it turned everything around that day yeah and everything's been great ever since everything we fixed the world the pandemic is gone yeah we saw just like that uh, you know, capitalism. I'm like, it's like, I can't focus because I'm so jealous at the idea of not being part of the podcast <laughs> where I know nothing about it and would contribute nothing. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe I could put it on the Patreon or like stunt casting ideas because I made a shared Google document, <laughs> like a spreadsheet because there's first choice and then like second choice. Third choice. Okay, well, let's just get into it. I'm going to let you guys have your own lives without me. Um, I <laughs> don't want to be the third third wheel of this amazing idea. I think the third wheel podcast absolutely can uh, and maybe should exist. Yeah, otherwise it's just like an echo chamber. Like we need the outsiders. The person going, what? A yeah. die? Like, that, yeah. like every five seconds and then holding up my dog and I'm like, look. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm 100% on, I'm Hank. in. Um, but anyway, this is not primarily yet a lost podcast, but perhaps one day or maybe on the Patreon. Who knows? But it is called Retail Nightmares, and we generally talk about that sort of thing. So let's just get the business out of the way, and then we can have our dessert, which will be lost. Mm. <laughs> is it more of a... I feel like it's a custard-based dessert, mostly because of what happens to bodies when they... <laughs> they, bec- they become custard yeah, yeah it's like on top they're crunchy but mm. inside they're like real custardy crack the top yeah of they're the like spin. the creme brulee of my yeah. apologies i have lost somebody in my life in a plane crash and uh oh wow I feel like she would laugh oh, no. at that yikes did you neither of you read my book 
Yeah, oh, I right. just don't remember. <laughs> I blacked out that I ask air- people that all the time, and I honestly don't expect you to remember stuff. I read your book in like one or two days, so it it's not probably that long. <laughs> didn't sink into my head. Um, no, but you, I think you gave me like a, a rush copy that you needed back or something, so it wasn't... Oh, yeah the final version so i should reread it honestly i need this pack it's my only copy yeah it was basically like <laughs> it's the only copy of the book it's everyone's just read that copy yeah you, i have you, it you right now it in my stack of books that's right over there yeah it's like the sisterhood of the traveling book exactly yeah. yeah and we wear it as pants well i've really ruined this podcast with my ego so should we do a round of retail nightmares let's get her done okay oof Nico, would you like to share a story? Yes. A dream, a nightmare, whatever. Your choice. Well, I'm of a couple of minds here because the last time that I was on this podcast, a year ago to this day, a night just like this one, (laughs) I spoke about my experience working in a grocery store as a teenager. Yeah. A business that I have written about a couple of times in various stories now. Uh, and when I wrote, I wrote about the gin blossoms for spin, not to brag. Uh, <laughs> and I wrote about how old I was when I got the job. And the first thing, the first note my editor gave me on the piece was like, you were how old? And I said, I was, I was 13. And he was like, well, this feels illegal. And yeah. that was the first time I realized that I was working illegally as a 13 year old in a grocery store. Uh, wow. But then I thought, you know, I transitioned in a lot of ways. Uh, but the first time I ever transitioned was from grocery store clerk to working in the high-paced world of fashion. Ooh, la la. la. You're impressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm in that's awe. our impressed <laughs> You're impressed that I worked fashion retail in the Yukon in 1999. I can tell because you're still a real fashionista. <laughs> like, our listeners can't tell, but you are head to toe in garlic bread print. <laughs> Which is this year's it print. (laughs) Last year it was leopard. Also, though, did you not get a pair of like white boots this year? I did. Uh, They're in my closet. Uh, White boots and garlic bread uh, print. Colors work. I mean, they go together quite nicely. When I hit the the runway, people are going (laughs) to... I worry that it's going to be too much for people and someone might die. They're going to shit their pants. (laughs) They're going to shit themselves to death. (laughs) Yeah. The gush. But what a way to go. I think it's the way a lot of people go, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. We go out as we came in. Shitting. Mm-hmm. I'm Shitting. screaming. <laughs> and connected to a cord? That's the title of my new book. <laughs> Shitting and screaming and connected to a cord. Yeah, exactly. It's not a bad title. So you worked in fashion. Was this at a mall? It wasn't a mall. It was the only mall in the Yukon. Um, wow. It was very... I took a job there primarily because this is well before I had transitioned and I was like trying to like teach myself how to like be a man you know and like you gotta be a man like like in godfather (laughs) (laughs) so i took a job at this store which is very on the nose it was called men's world oh yeah like this will help (laughs) yeah exactly it's like immersion therapy that name feels like it's overcompensating (laughs) oh my god was it ever because it's not like we also weren't like this was, I, I started working there in 99 and it was, we weren't like catering to the masculine man. You know, we were selling, we sold a lot of point zero oh, dockers, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, a lot of Levi's 501s and 505s. Spent a lot of time in my life folding 501s just, just right. Yeah. 
Hanes beefy cheese. We sold white Hanes beefy cheese. Essentially, if you were trying to dress as Tony Soprano for like Halloween, <laughs> did we have this? We had the store for you. We were we were set up. I thought yeah. you said beefy cheese at first, and I was mm. like, "What? <laughs> Is this like a Philly cheese steak? What <laughs> beefy yeah. cheese? It's like the bologna that has macaroni in it. Oh, oh yeah, but it's a beef Wellington with cheese inside of it. Oh, Ooh. oh, but it's wearable. It's like if, uh, uh, Philly cheesesteak pocket. Mm, packet. It's an inverted. It's like if you pulled a Philly cheesesteak and turned it inside out. Yeah. Yeah. It's giving me heartburn just thinking about it. It's, mm-hmm. uh, look, I'm a vegan now. I had to, I went off of being vegan for, I just had a couple of surgeries. So I decided to stop being vegan for a bit because people offered to make me food and cooking other people vegan food is annoying. I would have aced it. <laughs> I mean, you would have. I think you offered. You might have offered to make food at some point when before. I said that if, if we were in the same town, I would bring you food. Yes. Which is as good as offering. It's exactly the same. But we're not. This isn't surgery nightmares. This is retail nightmares. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be whatever you want, really. I mean, let's just talk about my horrible invasive surgeries. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. I worked in retail and I worked there for a couple of years. I, at one point, my boss had me go. We didn't have any mannequins, and my boss realized this was a problem at a certain point. (laughs) So he sent me. (laughs) The only mall? uh, The only mall, the only clothing store in the Yukon at the time. (laughs) We were like one of two. There was uh, was Men's World, and then down the street, there was some like fashionable man or something. Okay, so was that your competition? Yeah, yeah, it was a real war of men. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, put, they put me on the front lines, which was like, in hindsight, a mistake. <laughs> um, but at one point, my boss sent me to, uh, you remember San Francisco, the store, San yeah, Francisco? Yeah, yeah. We had, we had one of those. And uh, my boss, I understand, I look, you're thinking back at it now, I, I have more questions than I have answers. But he said, so in San Francisco, this is the directions he gave me, you know, take some petty cash in San Francisco in the very back on the left hand side, they have the blow up dolls. And I was no, like, OK, at the time, I'm like 17 years old. Uh, and he said, can you go buy a couple and bring them back to the store? They were <laughs> mannequins. What? For the listener, I'm shaking my head. They were sex dolls that had no orifices. Okay, so they're, they're like just joke dolls. They're joke look. sex dolls. Yeah. How could they hold clothes? Like they're they're not solid. <laughs> they're inflated. Oh, they, right? oh, they could not. This was a... <laughs> so he, for some reason, instead of buying mannequins, like a clothing store, yeah. we, you know, I spent $20 in petty cash at San Francisco and brought these blow-up dolls back. So then there's him and I on these like rickety wooden ladders in the middle of a mall during the day trying to dress... These like blow up dolls in, you know, point zero button ups and try to like figure out a way to get the clothes to stay on them. Like blow up dolls traditionally don't wear clothes. They're in mm-hmm. fact not really functionally designed that way. And also if they were, it's not flattering. You never see that and be like, you know what? That would look good on me. Yeah. I've got the same body type. <laughs> yeah. A body with bones in it. <laughs> I'm just seams, seams and plastic. Yeah. Those blow dolls were on mannequins for a spell of time until the owner of the store eventually, like, he would, like, come, because we had two stores. We had Men's World downstairs, and then above us in the mall, there was a shoe store. And he always spent his time up in the shoe store because I think he hated clothes. And then eventually he would come down, and he would sort of, like, look at these blow-up dolls out of the side of his out of a sort of a corner of his eye and after a couple of weeks he was just sort of said you know and then mysteriously three days later we had real mannequins show up <laughs> oh wow which was a very whew, that was a time yeah. yeah 
But we also sold in this men's world clothing store. We sold cigars. We sold Cuban cigars. What? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's what men want. It really was a Tony Soprano. <laughs> yeah. Here's what you want. You want one pair of Dockers <laughs> pleated. Yeah. You want one white Hanes beefy cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you want a box of Romeo and Julietas. <laughs> That's what makes a man. That's what, like, if there's one thing I learned about being a man in my brief time living as one, it's that those are the, those are the triangle that make up the modern <laughs> yeah. man. That is. So I yeah. learned how to explain to American tourists how to smuggle cigarettes across the border before I turned 20 years old. Oh, right. uh, Because that was, our, that was how we made most of our money. It's in the summertime, we would sell Cuban cigars to American tourists because there's a big, you know, oh, the Yukon's yeah. a place that tourists go to because they think it's fun. Uh, and then they get there and, <laughs> and they realize they've been lied to. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> What could I do? Uh, I guess I could smuggle some cigars to Alaska while I'm here. So what are the tips? Tell us about smuggling cigars. What would I do? The only way you can tell where a cigar is from is because it's got the band around where you would like chomp it off. Or if you bought one of our very nice cigar cutters that we sold under the counter in a glass display case. It's no big deal. So, <laughs> so funny. And I find it, I find it so tacky. I don't know why. Why oh, do I find cigar whole... smoking so tacky? This whole store was like if Tacky got struck by lightning and turned into a retail outlet. Mm-hmm. This was where I worked. Um, so if you just take the bands off, like, so they would buy two boxes of cigars. This is also the good scam because you sell two boxes of cigars. Mm-hmm. They buy one box of cheap ones that are like made in America, and then they buy a box of Romeo and Julietas, the nice ones. I think that's the right brand. If it's not, somebody will email me, I'm sure. Uh, and then you just swap the band. So then when you go through customs, they say, do you have anything to declare? And you say, I have these cigars. Look how American they are. But spoiler alert, they're actually Cuban, but no one can tell because they look so the Americans same. So Americans were buying bands. American cigars in Canada? They were buying one box American, one box Cuban. And throwing away the American ones. Just. Yeah, they would throw away the American ones because they're <laughs> apparently not as good. As, as a person that was a smoker for a long time, there's no discernible difference. It's just a different kind of cigarette, really. It's just a, it's a long road to go to have a cigarette. It's yeah. a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost as far north as you can go on that road. <laughs> yeah, like, just stay home. Americans have better cigarettes anyways. Just tape three cigarettes together. That's one cigar. <laughs> I love it. That's Dip how I would in, do it. I don't know, Coca-Cola, some sort of brown liquid. <laughs> Age them just up. Just dunk them in, like, a fudge Coca-Cola mixture. Ooh. Oh, I was thinking just gravy. Fudgy cola. Oh, these are all sounding great. <laughs> yeah, Coca Cola must have at some point must have made like a fudge cola offshoot. I thought you were gonna say a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. that I mean, yeah. look, Coca Cola started as medicine, did it not? And yeah. cigarettes are basically just medicine. Yeah, yeah, they were my medicine of choice for two decades. Well, that's why um, I had to I had to quit because I had surgery, and my doctor asked me on the phone in my pre-surgery phone call. He said, "Do you smoke?" And I said, "No." Uh, and then I got off the phone and I was like, well, I can't lie to a doctor. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you that trapped I, yourself. So that I, I quit. Yeah, I was in a logic trap. I said no earlier. So I guess that's true. Yeah, I can relate to that. Like the reason why I quit smoking is because a doctor completely shamed me. And it worked. Turns out it, it works really I owe, well. I owe him. I owe him a pack of smokes. Um, <laughs> Nico, how long did you work at 
men's world? <laughs> I worked I worked there for, I started working there in 99. I think I worked there for two years. My tenure there was short. Still, two years in retail is like, that's a oh, lot. Yeah, it shaved years off my life. I <laughs> Part of my job for a season was we catered to, we did outfitting for uh, Japanese tourists okay. in the wintertime when they would come up to visit the Yukon. And uh, what we would do was lock ourselves in a room that had no ventilation and spray clothes with Febreze all day. What? Why? I don't know, because we <laughs> wouldn't clean the clothes when we would, like, because it was, like, winter gear. So it was, like, you know, they had snow pants, and they had jackets, and they had the whole oh, nine yards. Oh, so they would rent them. They would rent all these, like, oh. winter clothes, because they had this, like, we had this deal with this Japanese touring company that would bring Japanese tourists up in, this, in the wintertime to, like, see the Yukon or whatever, and go dog sledding. Uh, so then we would spend, uh, my coworker and I would spend hours on end in a basement in a closed door with, again, no ventilation, uh, we would listen to Bad Religion and Operation <laughs> Ivy, and we would spray for like clothes with Febreze, and we were totally normal for it. We came out the other side completely unscathed. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Well, bad that happened. stuff used to have like a kills canaries warning on it or something, right? Oh my god! Oh yeah, we were the proverbial canaries in the coal mine. Yeah. Like, so between smoking and that, like, yeah, and selling cigars, and I was gonna say like. 1999-2001 Febreze, like that was like the original formula. Like you can't get that level of chemical. <laughs> it's like Febreze drinking original anymore. Four loco. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, this killed a kid. You can't do it anymore. Yeah, it's like you got to drive to the state that still sells the original formula. So you get yeah. really fucked up. You got to go to I have to, to say Nevada. I'm really appalled about the Febreze. And I've heard from Katie Ellen Humphreys has a joke that's so funny and I will not do it justice, but she did go dog sledding uh, when she was in the Yukon. She's been to the Yukon several times, I believe. But her joke was, oh, it was just so amazing. It's the most beautiful way to get covered in dog shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I know that joke. And uh, yeah, so I just imagine like those coats really weren't clean. Yeah. Oh, no, they were not. Yeah, we barely looked at them. We were too busy uh, being totally normal from the smell of Febreze. Yeah. <laughs> I almost had to leave a coffee shop today because somebody was wearing Clinique uh, Aromatic Elixir, which is a perfume I owned in high school but could not wear because I was so allergic to it. And she was behind me, maybe like two feet, not as far as I would have liked, small coffee shop. And I was like, oh, my gosh, A, that perfume should be illegal. And B, oh, the memories of <laughs> that time <laughs> in my life <laughs> flooding over me. It's, I actually really like the way that it smells when it's in a bottle in a drawer and you just open the drawer for a moment and close it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's my preferred way to use perfume as well, just visually. In men's world, we sold uh, the Tommy Hilfiger cologne. Of course. Oh. Yeah. It was awful. And no one ever bought it the entire two years I worked there. And did oh, you wow. have a sample out and people would spray it in the air and then you'd be stuck smelling it forever? I would just sort of spray people as they walked by. <laughs> <laughs> That's called motivated salesmanship. <laughs> Primarily, like much like my grocery store job, my retail job was also just an excuse for me to try to do as little work as possible. Like when our boss wasn't around, there was in the other corner of the mall, there was a sports store. So we set up an elaborate mini golf course throughout the mall. Whoa. Um, that none of our bosses, I don't think they ever knew about it. And if they did, they didn't care. Uh, so we were just after like 7 p.m. Not a lot of people retail shopping in the Yukon. Um, by then you're at home sort of waiting for the fire to start. 
um, <laughs> and waiting for someone to offer you a different job in a different city. So we we played a lot of mini golf, and there was also a lot of there was like a lottery booth right across the hall, which was infamously the place where they never carded to buy cigarettes. Oh, uh, so I would you know, get to know buy cigarettes and play. I mean, it's unfortunately the mall is not there anymore. Oh, uh, R.I.P. The mall that my mom, my sister, and myself have all worked inside of. Oh, wow. Was it like, did it overlap at all? Like, could you like go visit each other at different stores or? No, my sister had left her post at the gift store that sold birthday cards. The only place to buy a birthday card um, in 1998. I'm really selling the Yukon as a destination. You couldn't get a birthday card at the grocery store? Not then. You kid now. Okay. So things are really like, yeah, really changing <laughs> with oh when we got a walmart in like 2002 or whatever that what? town changed forever yeah. yeah that's the classic walmart though yeah walmart's changed a town you we built ours on a swamp but a swamp just yeah, slowly like, sinking it is well and like shrek eventually will want his home back <laughs> yeah there will, there will be a reckoning good i almost got fired um, from the retail store. My boss tried to fire me at one point because he told me this was the pep talk he gave me when my job performance was falling apart. Um, he said, when I hired you, I thought that you were popular and I thought you knew how to dress yourself. And I sort of looked at him for a second and he said, neither of those things has proven to be true. (laughs) (gasps) What an asshole. He was not wrong. But like, you don't word things like that. Well, it's not constructive feedback because I can't walk away no. with it thinking, okay, here's a couple of action items I can take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't fix my personality overnight. This will take 20 to 30 years to work on. <laughs> like, I'm still struggling with it now, but, you know, I feel like I've gotten better. I mean, I think we can all safely say that you know how to dress yourself. Like, Again, yeah. I mean, expertly I'm, at this point. I'm very fashion forward tonight. <laughs> um, at like 17, 18, and 19, my clothing especially after I moved out of the house and had to support myself. My clothing choices were not great for a couple of years there. They're, I think by 20, I started to figure out my style, but still. I was expecting a lot from a kid. That's the thing I always kind of found baffling was like, what 17-year-old is like, oh, I have fashion completely figured out. Yeah, yeah very few, would I would think. bizarre. And was he insinuating that like, if you dressed like wearing the clothes in the store that would have solved it because like from the sounds of it the clothes were bad there too oh, they were like, ter- well at that point i think we had started selling mode robes which i don't know if anybody remembers <laughs> yes yeah alicia like, your face just like lit up at rave the mention. Stuff. yeah we started selling that there was no place to rave in the yukon at all but you could you could dress like you were going somewhere yeah <laughs> So there was a, we saw like the big orange pants that were made out of like, that like you skinned a cookie monster and turned them into pants. Uh, So like, I guess he thought, yeah, like if I started dressing in the clothes we sold in the store, that everything would turn around, I would become popular. Wow. (laughs) Terrible leadership. I bet that guy has a dark past. Oh, guaranteed. I think he has a dark future. I was just going to say, yeah, Yeah. both. Yeah, both dark, dark dark past and future. I mean, he was a very nice person in a lot of other areas just towards me specifically not so much Hmm. (laughs) which i'm sort of in like internalizing is a bit of a me problem you know like my last job all of my bosses also didn't like me so maybe maybe i'm the common denominator here but Hmm. there's no way to tell 
You seem extremely likable. I don't know. <laughs> like, well, now, I'm pretty sure all our listeners would agree. Listeners, write in if you don't think I'm likable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tweet at Nico before she makes her account private again. <laughs> Tweet at Katie Ellen Humphreys and say whether you think I'm likable or not. This sort of <laughs> means that none of us have to bear the responsibility. Okay. Yeah. Everyone should have like a go-to, like a fall person yeah. who can um, filter the the criticism for you. Wow. The mall. What's what's going on? What's going on with malls? Are they okay? Has anyone checked in on malls? And malls are so exhausting to work in because there's like the air is dirty. There's no natural light. You can't like get to outside easily. Yeah. You're always like rushing around. Did you have like a good a good snack area at the mall? No, there was only the lotto spot. So you could buy like not even full size bags of chips, but just like the fun size, you know, like a Halloween thing. You could buy those. You could buy gum. You could buy chocolate bars. That was pretty much it. Oh, it was terrible. There was no like because we had no food court or anything like that. Mm. There was no nearby restaurant. So you couldn't leave to go to get somewhere for food. Just Mm. a desolate wasteland. There was a radio shack, but there's very few things to eat inside a radio shack. Just batteries. Just batteries. I do like batteries. (laughs) They burn a bit. Well, they still had D batteries at the time, so you get a lot more out of a D. Yeah, that's a, As they say. <laughs> a big snack. It's the snack that eats like a meal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like upset with myself as I said that. Mm. Just like disappointment. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been to a mall in a while. I think we went to look for jeans for Jay when we got our second vaccine. I think that's how everyone finds himself in a mall is the quest for jeans. Surely they have jeans in there, you would say to yourself. Yeah. 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 I did find a pair of jeans that had like an applique uh, Pikachu on the thigh and these were men's jeans. So you went to Uniqlo. (sighs) I wish. No, they they do have weird licensing stuff there. So I got my Snoopy sweatshirt and we'll get my Woodstock t-shirt. You just got to wait until it's like your preferred... uh, franchise yeah it goes dragon ball z dragon ball z dragon ball z and then you have a short snoopy window (laughs) yeah you gotta wait they did make a t-shirt there which i missed out on and i'm sad about it but it was just like a t-shirt with a little breast pocket and on the breast pocket was just like a little a couple little high chews i don't know if it was just the high chew logo or if it was meant to look like you had high chews coming out of it and i only discovered it once it was on like their clearance section, but I was like, this is a beautiful garment. <laughs> I did, like just a candy branded tea. Love it. Now I know what I want to get both married and buried in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So need to buy two yeah. or be very careful with the first one. Or yeah. combine married and buried into the same event. Ooh la la. Temporarily oh. buried. They're both expensive. You might want to split them up. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, well, if you could save money doing a two for one, that would be great. Yeah. Um, shopping is weird. It's always been weird. I think only having this gap in, you know, being able to interact with retail has it really made us like take a look at how surreal and bizarre it is both to like participate on either side of the counter. Uh, I have a, I guess it's a retail dream, which is like an alternative to participating in retail. That's my laundry room. All right. (laughs) Go on. It's just like I've mentioned it before. I think I mentioned on the last episode with Kyle Fines, like there's this table where people put stuff for free that they don't want. You know, the holiday season is just recently behind us. I went down there the other day and there was like a full 
brand new bottle of bubble bath and like a face cleanser. And there was a note that was like unopened, unused, like free, just take it. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm going to take this <laughs> bubble bath. It smells like marshmallows, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's just a note that says not pee. Yeah. Not full of bleach. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Don't smell. Just use. <laughs> um but we had like a very cold snap, like unusually cold for us here. And at the depths, at the valley of the cold, it's not the peak of coldness, but at the valley of the coldness, uh, I went down into the laundry room and there was just a like a standing fan, like a brand new, you know, someone had probably bought it during the heat dome because that was, you know, they were sold out of fans everywhere. Everyone was desperate for a fan. And I love that one of my neighbors just like could not fathom keeping this fan <laughs> any longer in their possession, not in their storage, not in a closet, not in their apartment. They were like, it's cold. Why would I want a fan? Get rid of it. And so it's like, cool, my gain. So it is now my fan because I didn't have a fan, but also something else has been going on in my laundry room and it's... <laughs> I don't have a lot going on. Can you tell? Um, <laughs> I just like how it was teased. Like it was going to be some sordid detail. Like I'm on the edge of my seat. I found a dead body. No, um, my building manager. I don't know if I've really discussed her that much on the podcast. She's not the friendliest person. I've been in this building for almost 12 years. I thought by now we would have been at least on friendly terms. But if anything, she's only gotten colder. So I don't know what (laughs) if it's me or whatever. But she has these signs in the uh, laundry room that are, you know, this garbage can is only for the lint from the lint trap in the dryers. Don't put anything else in here. You know, every now and then someone would put an empty bottle of detergent in there. And at this point, I think she has like, she's close to snapping because like she will, she refuses to, to let it go. She makes bigger and bigger signs (laughs) with like ruder and more capitalized lettering. And like, I think someone put an empty iced coffee container in there and she will not just like put it in the recycling, which is, you know, 20 feet away from the laundry room. She'll take it out and put it on the table with the other free things. And then... (laughs) Someone else put a, yeah, like a laundry detergent in there. And so now there's like this collection of like empty, dirty (laughs) recyclables on the table. And I'm like, you're just encouraging people to do it at this point. And also it's like she feels like she's nagging her kids or something. I get it. Like, I understand where she's coming from. It's annoying if it keeps happening. But like there's constant turnover in this building. Like they're new people. Like people are going to make mistakes. Also, also it's her job. Like, so Why is she punishing the whole building? Yeah. And it's like, it gets to the point, like, I think it's kind of funny at this point, because I'm like, oh, how big is this collection going to get? And there's also like an old computer monitor there, too. So it's just like such a strange, like, it's been snowy. It's been rainy. I don't have that much I can do for exercise. So I've been like (laughs) climbing the stairs in my building while wearing a mask. And I'm like, oh, let's check out what's going on in the laundry room. Like, (laughs) oh, so... You never know what you're going to get if you're going to like get a little diorama of rage or, you know, a free fan or some bubble bath. See, if I was a newcomer to the building and I walked in and I was very concerned about where to put my recycling if I was in the laundry room and I saw a thing sitting there, I would think this is the trash table. Exactly. And it's like it's an unspoken thing, too. Like no one's ever there's no sign that says like this is the free table. It's just like 
where people put things like I've put things there before. And, you know, if they disappear, that's great. If they don't, I get the hint and then I go <laughs> donate it where I should, you know? You're better than the people in my building who will leave things in the hallway for a month before they then. In the hallway? We don't have a, like, in the laundry room, which is a very disgusting um, room in our building. Uh, we have two entrances, the back entrance and the front entrance. And people will leave things near the front entrance, near the mailboxes. Or near the back entrance, there's a heater, like an old radiator with a, that you could put things on the top. But um, people have put like weird things. But the thing that really bothers me is like most people in the building have a car and could take it, mm. take it somewhere. But instead of putting it, taking it in the car and donating it, they put it outside in the rain and eventually just gets thrown in the garbage. Yeah. So it goes from the inside. I can't remember. Somebody had the weirdest coffee maker. It was like a hotel room coffee maker. You know, the kind that you put like the weird sack of coffee in. Yeah. Yeah. And they had that and nobody wanted it. Obviously. But they never did anything with it. So someone else had to move it outside. Yeah. And then it just gets like more and more destroyed. Oh, yeah. I was there. I would have scooped that up in a heartbeat. I love that coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's your preferred coffee. I recently stayed at a holiday inn in Montreal oh. before the day before my surgery. And, uh, but they only gave us a couple of coffee pods in our room. So I went downstairs to the front desk and asked if I could get more. And it was like I was asking them for directions to the moon. I don't think anybody had ever been like, I would like more, you know, the shitty coffee you put in the room that nobody ever drinks. Do you have more of that? By any chance? Is there more back there that I could have and drink immediately and keep it coming? Like, don't stop until I say I'm done. He was very beside himself. You, and you're also like surrounded by such great coffee in that city. Yeah, there was also, but I was like, no, 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 not good mm -hmm. stuff. I, I haven't it's earned free. it. Yeah, this is, we need the free holiday. In. There's something about shitty coffee, though. Like, it's just, I don't know, like diner coffee. I, I love it. I like that someone's obviously has in, in your building has stolen a coffee maker from a hotel at some point. And yeah. the final was like, I need to dispose of the of the body. I feel, yeah. It looked like it had like a brand name on it. I barely recognized it. And it wasn't like a Nespresso machine. It was way less practical. And uh, there's been some really weird shit. I have a neighbor that didn't want a table. So she just put it outside and I asked her, I was like, is this an outdoor table? And she said, no. And then eventually myself and my neighbor just had to throw it in a dumpster because it, of course, was destroyed. And the, that same person has a barbecue in the, the bike room. Because she rides it. <laughs> yeah. I, she's like, has this really lovely nose. Like anyone can use this. Um, it just like, just so the, like the vegetarians know that we have used it for meat uh, or whatever. And it seems very nice and like very like welcoming, except for no one's going to use this like tabletop barbecue when we don't have like a table yeah. outside or uh, a balcony or a balcony. <laughs> and um, then one day she's like, yeah, I had to get rid of it. I was afraid it was going to explode. And I was like, so then you put it in the bike room for strangers to use. <laughs> There's some wow. weird. My building's really nice and those people are very nice. It's just uh, it's too small. It's like just like five units too small to have that kind of uh, I know every neighbor. And uh, wish I didn't sometimes. Yeah, it's great not knowing your neighbors. Yeah. And I, there's, there's so much turnover in my building that so often people, when they move out, they just get rid of like every single thing in their pantry. And it'll be like an unopened package of flour that is, you know, still yeah. good for another year. And like 
I'm still living off so much free tea. Like everyone gets rid of so much tea and it's like nice fancy tea that I would never be able to afford or buy for myself. Like it's great. It's like a little free grocery store that I feel like I'm the only one who's like the goblin enough to, uh, you know, take advantage of. No, it's good. I love it. I don't know. Like if I really have a, a specific retail, anything, I mean, mine was my laundry room, so you can be creative however you want. But your yeah. laundry room has a take a penny, leave a penny situation just with things in your house. That's a retail situation. You're you're trading yeah. goods and services. Yeah. I think that my retail experience is going to come from work, a rare opening the vault. Um, mm-hmm. Two things. This happens a lot, and it's happening a lot right now. People will leave us messages, and then we return them, but they don't have a voicemail set up. So we just have to keep calling them and calling them and calling them. So I'm just asking the public, if you're going to leave people, your cell number, can you either make sure there's room in your inbox for our messages uh, or even just have a voicemail set up? It's I'd say one out of three people don't have voicemail and they leave us messages to get back to them. Uh, And secondly, two people, two complaints this week came in. People had no idea that the pandemic caused supply chain issues. And it just blew my mind. I was like, what, what, where, like, it's not desperately affecting the company that I work for, but we're concerned because, you know, we buy supplies like years in advance. Uh, And like recently a very popular oat milk company had to stop selling gluten-free oat milk because there's no gluten-free oats available anymore. Like, so, wow. but people are like, what's going on over there? Is there a dry ice shortage or something? Well, you can't, uh, and I was like, that dry ice shortage was two years ago, dude. Like, what do you think's happening in the world? Um, and another very kind of sweet, but angry uh, man that messages us a lot is like, there's something going on. I'm like, yeah, it's a pandemic, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe they're just watching all the TV that I'm watching right now, because in all those universes, the pandemic is long, yeah, gone, I, long over. Or is yet to come. Yeah, I had an interaction, which I tweeted about yesterday on Twitter with a neighbor that I didn't know was an anti-vasker. Anti-vasker. That's a combination of anti-masker and an yeah. anti-vaccination person. And I know them just like just in passing, our dogs get along. And I got like walloped by uh, the same like five talking points that you see kind of circulating social media. Um, but my favorite one is kids should never have to wear masks kids need to smile and see each other smile and I replied I'm like I think kids need to stay alive more and she did not like any of my like hilarious I was like very in a very good mood I'm on a new drug and I'm very chipper <laughs> and uh yeah uh but I ha- keep having this vision because I live on this like kind of busy commercial street like just down the street is a grocery store and like a shopper's drug mart some really cute boutiques and it's one of the benefits of living in this neighborhood is you can just pop in and throw your mask on and grab groceries. And I was like, so for two fucking years, either you've been the lady that goes into the uh, store without the mask on and gets escorted out. Like, how are you getting, she won't wear a mask ever. Oh. And I, I got, I got into this conversation way faster than I had, I thought, because I was like, oh yeah, like I always wear a mask when I'm on Canby street. And she's like, oh yeah, I don't. I thought she meant just, oh, when she's walking down the street, she's like, I never wear a mask. I don't believe in masks. And I was like, could God strike me down? Now would be the time. Smote me, oh Lord. Smote me. 
Oh, God, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, so I keep having this vision because she's living in my head rent-free. Like, I was can't can't fall asleep very easily right now. And, uh, you know, she's one of those people that's like, I'm thin. I can't get COVID. I'm like, cool. That's not, what? That's not how COVID works. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them out there. Is that a thing that people think? It is. Absolutely. Being thin oh yeah you should see all the like anti-fatness in uh, all the comment sections like only obese oh people God. get COVID. it's really no, bad i should not of course <laughs> absolutely I, let me rephrase that it's it's really bad and there's a lot of misinformation around <sighs> weight and covid yeah because no one thin has got it it's it's there's proof yeah not a single thin yeah, person has vitamin died. d her vitamins and god will save her was kind of the note we left oh. it on so but i don't know what something about it was like just I keep seeing her trying to get into stores with a mask on, <laughs> you know, and I just kind of, it's very funny. And she is exactly the person that we should be worried about. She's a uh, wealthy white boomer who is a Christian. And I think it's part of the discussion that, you know, we don't really have a lot of is there's a big subset of wealthy Christians that aren't vaccinated and uh, it sucks. <laughs> But I'll leave that for my uh, pitch to, I don't know what paper would want to hear me rage against that. The rage against the machine paper. Mm. I mean, all the newspapers in Canada right now um, are really, really knocking it out of the park with their with their op heads. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if any of you are listening that run major media corporations, uh, congratulations, everyone. You, <laughs> uh, you've been doing a tremendous job. We know it's really difficult, uh, and somehow you've gone above and beyond the call of duty. So, yeah. thank thank you for always finding the right way to say. <laughs> what if we don't even fact check these things? What <laughs> <laughs> what, if what if we just print it? Keeping it balanced. I love yeah. it. Balance is important. You need to have a fine balance between out of touch and out of check with reality. You need to have a fine balance between Rohitten Mystery and other books. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm going to go. <laughs> ah, wow. Okay. It's, I don't know what uh, is going on in the world and I'm happy about that. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, I don't. Yeah, I think like that is a place that you can be. I've been thinking like every every conversation I have, I live in a bit of a bubble. A bubble, Nico, you would be part of the bubble where I feel like, you know, everyone's kind of on the same page with stuff, yeah. with stuff, with values and actions and caring about other caring people. about other people and <laughs> even if they're not being skeptical, but still being informed. Um Oh, yeah. Her parting words were, you just wait. You'll find out this wasn't a virus at all. <laughs> she like, oh, my God, jogged away from me because she did not want to hear my rebuttals anymore. But uh, you got to just do what you can do at this point to stay, stay sane. sane. Yeah. yeah. Woof. Yeah, it's tough. So it's OK. I have 12 rules for living that, uh, that <laughs> I, I think. First, make your bed. Wait a second. Is it 12 rules? A what's his face reference? Yeah. Yeah. OK. Well, we won't say his name. But no. I did see his name was trending today, and uh, I'm trying to keep my phone not beside me when I'm working. And mm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do myself a favor and not click on that. Did yourself a favor. Yeah, <laughs> because it makes me so furious. Like, um, But we can take that offline just to make fun of uh, the diet that they follow. Um, yeah. So should we Wolf. visit a new world? Should we Ooh. get oh, lost? A whole new world. A whole new world. Yeah, let's... Let's go back to the island. We have to go back. We have to go back. <laughs> we have to go back. Okay. This is not an original impression. This is Emmett Hall gave me this impression 
of Jack, but it's really fun to do. And it's a one second impression. And it's just Kate. Oh my God. It's perfect. (laughs) Isn't it? You just sort of like inhale and like make your upper lip like tight against your teeth. (laughs) And you go like Kate. (laughs) Can you also do your Steve impression? (laughs) From from, Sex uh, Sex in the City. Yeah. Okay, what was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert for if you're watching it just like that. Uh, Big dies and he dies right after uh, doing a Peloton workout. <laughs> and uh, Steve, for some reason, they're making it out to be like Steve Miranda, a.k.a. Hogmanda's husband. Uh, is I really hope they're not trying to make him have Alzheimer's like his mother had. But it seems like that's the writers are trying to focus on Miranda's journey. So they're just kind of trashing Steve. Yeah, they're making him out to be like this clueless fool. I've never loved Steve. But anyway, he learns. I think he's at Big's funeral, perhaps. And his reaction is, what was he doing with the bicycle inside anyway? Who rides around on the bike inside? (laughs) Like he's just like (laughs) he's like a toddler. And you're like. Steve like owns and operates a business in New York City. Like he's not. Yeah, like a, he's never seen a Peloton ad before. <laughs> like, the viral Peloton ad. Any indoor exercise bike, which has That's they've been around point. since I don't know, Probably like hundred years since bicycles have been around. Yeah. Like the first bicycle was an indoor bicycle. Probably, so yeah. It was a stationary. They bike. made it so big. It was a penny farthing. They made it so big they couldn't get it at the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was their one fatal flaw was they made it taller than a door. They made the first wheel, uh, the big wheel first. And then they're like, this is way too big. We got to make the second one much smaller. And then they're like, okay, it's this big. It's like the size of a big cookie. Anyway, enough about penny farlings. Steve. Penny Far- uh, Farley's. Mm-hmm. Penny Farley's. Chris Farley uh, in Uh-oh, drag. There's a frozen situation. Oh, my internet connection is unstable. I like when knowing my internet is unstable because then I'm not the only one. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. reassuring. I've been literally writing that joke all day. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. It's in your drafts. You're like, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I just got to get this right. I got to get it's this gonna go oh, My internet fucks up. Yeah. I need three more followers. <laughs> I paid Dan Cook $2,000 for this joke. <laughs> Dan Cook. That's wow. why your Twitter's so good. <laughs> yeah, I pay. I, I buy all of my really great tweets from Dan Cook. Uh, I wondered what he was up to. Um, uh-huh. Okay, so this is the segment where Nico and I are going to attempt to explain the plot of Wasp to Alicia. I'm ready. I've been ready for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. We're going to... Try and limit it because it's truly like there's so many side plots and side characters and flashes forward and back and sideways. sideways. Yeah, like potential potential futures and et cetera. So I think how do you how do you think we should do it, Nico? Like this is a new segment. <sighs> yeah. Well, first of all, spoiler alert for the television series Lost. Yeah. <laughs> if you've never heard of it, check it out. Um if you've never heard of it, Please do watch it. They spent all of their budget in the first episode. Yeah, truly, that makes sense. All of the money is in that plane. Yeah, which you. you, Sorry, please. I was just going to say you can tell when you watch the whole show uh, in 2022 um, that all of the budget happened in the first season, and then they're like, "Okay, we have five dollars left." 
We said yeah. we were going to make this smoke monster thing. How can we do this for as cheap as humanly possible? It could look yeah. shitty. It's fine if it looks shitty. We're okay if it it's looks mysterious. shitty. It's yeah. mysterious. It's mysterious. It really bums me out as the, the series goes on. How many episodes are just them walking back and forth across the island? Like that's all of season six is basically like oh he's over here now we gotta go walk back over here and it's like oh he wants to tell this guy this so we gotta go walk back and it's like this is insulting to my time um but i think speaking of time maybe we should set a timer and try and like maybe we each get a minute and we try and the last minute yeah okay do you want me to set the timer and Alicia, like, if you have questions like we don't want to just talk at you like this could be a discussion like we want to answer questions you may have okay uh i'm not a curious person you know that <laughs> <laughs> but like it's no fun if we're just lecturing you uh nico do you want to do a minute and then i can like fill in the gaps or i could start and you fill How about like, this i've got it why don't you okay. each get a minute you each get a minute but in between the minute you f- have 30 seconds to fill in the gaps and then nico does the same thing for you okay 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 I envision us both going into soundproof proofs. Sound proof. <laughs> soundproof <laughs> boobs. That is an intense thing. That's what I want. Soundproof boobs. Booths. Oh, that is hard. Soundproof booths. Soundproof boobs. That's <laughs> That's what I have the doctors gonna, put in. <laughs> you're gonna so improve my boobs. I bet they're so great. Oh. I must. Uh, I must. Okay, who's going first? <laughs> Alicia, you go first. lost is a story about an airplane crash and everybody is really in purgatory okay that is one fan theory okay so i'm starting with nico now okay so lost is a show about a plane that crashes it's on an island we don't know where it's probably fiji um so what happens is don't stand too close to the propellers because you will get sucked into it. That's a lesson we learned. Episode one, Lost is primarily a show about the negligence of not paying attention to your surroundings. Um, if you yeah. find old dynamite in the woods, don't touch it. Uh, you don't could blow asshole. yourself up. Um, there's a dog named Vincent. Um, and there's a bunch of people uh, from a variety of backgrounds. Lost is the original, oh, this show is secretly about trauma, because as we learned through everybody's backstory, everybody had a bad time before getting onto an airplane, just like everybody on an airplane. And nobody had a great day. It was like, <laughs> you know what I should do? Fly somewhere. That's never a thing that happens. Um, there's a love triangle between Sawyer, Jack, and Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, only one of those men actually likes Kate, and the other one just likes controlling women um, off and online, according to some sources um, right. lost is a really good case study in what happens when people take a job and then immediately want to quit nico you're out of time oh shit <laughs> wow that felt like uh uh like an academic lecture style that was like my ted, that was my ted talk yeah okay i have that some questions <laughs> okay okay do sawyer and kate ever have sex yes they do in an animal cage and Jack sees it on camera. <laughs> oh, what season's that? And what episode? <laughs> um, <laughs> is that season five? <laughs> it took five seasons. This is why I don't like. I need to get. I get need to get those like delicious parts in at least by season two. I, was that the first time they had sex though, or I had think, they done it before? I think so. We. I don't think we ever see Jack and Kate have sex. 
not that we watch Kate and Sawyer have sex necessarily, but we are very, we, it's made like explicitly aware that that is what they're doing in the polar bear cage. Yeah. Uh, which is the most romantic spot on the island. Okay. So the polar bear, what was the deal with the polar bear? Okay. Should I have, should I have my minute? Did you want to fill in the holes from Nico first or go right into your minute? I mean, I think that was pretty thorough. Okay. Really. Just yeah, really. It was like a very eloquent, broad overview. Um, and also for the okay. listener, I have seen some episodes, I think from the first and second season, but not all of them. Okay. Jessica, uh, okay. here you go. Can you see the timer? Yeah, it just your screen. Oh, no, it's going. Okay. Um, your screen turns off after a while. Uh, so the island uh, is a magical island where the laws of physics don't necessarily work. Some people think that the fountain of youth is on the island. There are some characters who are not able to die on it. And this is kind of proof of it. Uh, people are able to see uh, dead people and speak with them on the island like ghosts of loved ones uh the island also moves the island can move time travel happens uh you are able to jump through time and solve your problems if you have true love as your anchor if you don't you're gonna be driven insane and die unfortunately uh, Allison Janey is, or Allison Janney is maybe the mother of the island, and she's, I don't, uh, Jacob is there, and then he's a good guy, and then there's a evil, his evil twin brother, who's, uh, I don't know his name, Jacob, we Time's call up. him. <gasps> he's the man in black. See? Are you, did he's you man in black. watch the same show? I don't think I breathe. I didn't even get into the Dharma Initiative. My intention in that was, minute the was to explain the Dharma the Initiative. building they find buried and the French lady's the hatch. That was part of, uh, she's not, she has like a little camp. But the Dharma Initiative was something that started in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite characters, uh, Dr. Marvin Candle, a.k.a. Dr. Hallowax. He has like a bunch of pseudonyms. Yeah, he has a different Um, name in every station. Yeah, um, but he he was one of the scientists. I don't think he was a founder of the Dharma Initiative, but there's like unusual readings of like electromagnetism Mm -hmm. on the island that they're investigating. And there's incidents. There's a bomb. There's... But before that, before the 70s, back in the 50s, is it? There's... Other there's like British groups there. Well, and then there's uh, uh, what's his name with that always wears eyeliner that kind of looks like the guy that hosts Survivor. Um, yes, Richard. Richard, you know he w- yeah. came there on a slave ship from Spain. Yes, the the Black Rock. The Black Rock. That's where you get the dynamite. Mm-hmm. He is one of the aforementioned people who is not able to die or age because of the island until the last episode when he gets his first gray hair. Yeah. Mm. Which is how you know you're getting old. <laughs> That's how you start puberty on the island. Yeah. Um, oh, also, I didn't mention like one of the most fun facts on the island is that men on the island have a five time higher than normal sperm count than on uh, the rest of Earth. Why? <laughs> Mysteries of the island. How do they know Love that? Love Island. Uh, because, because also women are unable to survive, uh, like carrying a baby to term and giving birth on the island generally, and that was part of like the research of the Dharma Initiative or people after that. Doesn't um, somebody have a baby on it though? Like right away? There's so much birth. There's like 13 birth scenes on the show. Claire yeah. has a baby. Yeah. 
But then she goes, yeah. then she loses her mind after yeah. uh, Dominic Monaghan decides he doesn't want to be on the show anymore. Charlie. Uh, Charlie. <laughs> Not Penny's boat. That was the most senseless death of a main character. Oh, other than Mr. Echo, which breaks your heart. Yeah, but also good for him for getting out of that mess. His There's a number of actors that leave the show that notably just didn't want to be on the show. Like him, Mr. Echo, the actor that plays him, whose name I can't remember, uh, he like very sort of infamously was like, oh, I don't want to... I just have to, I have to hang out in Fiji all the time where Matthew Fox gets drunk and drives a golf cart around. I don't want to be here. Uh, cool. And requested to be taken off the show, so they wrote him out. Yeah, wow. I don't want to hang out with that stinky little wiener man either. There's an entire episode dedicated to when and why Jack, a.k.a. Matthew Fox, got his tattoo that oh, he has, which is God. Matthew Fox's real tattoo. It's the worst episode of the season. What's the tattoo of? It's like got some Asian characters, oh of course. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. But it, Buckle up. It also has a big number five on it. Hmm. And it's like his real life the tattoo Asian to commemorate were... being on Party of Five, like for real. I really wish they would have worked Party of Five into that episode somehow where he's like watching Party of Five when he's getting his weird tattoo. Uh, and or he like was like, Nev Campbell's there and she's like, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I don't you were know. better I've never than seen that show. I've never seen it either. <laughs> but I assume that he sucks on it too because it's about like a bunch of kids who lose their parents and then he's sort of like the oldest and he takes on the burden of raising them right and so I'm like that's kind of exactly the role he takes on in Lost like no one asks him to be the leader but he's like I guess I have to be the leader because I'm a spinal surgeon and I'm better than everyone else and everyone's like no one asked you to do this you're so self-righteous it's like a point of contention between him and Sawyer repeatedly is Sawyer uh very like being much more suited for a leadership position because he's a bad boy with a heart he's like if Kid Rock was likable <laughs> oh, he's wow. very well read too. He's extremely he'll, well. He loves to read. He'll read anything. Voracious reader, which is extremely attractive. But he wears. Anyone. He's one of those people that wears glasses only when he's reading, which is like a very strange quality. That I, as a person that is legally blind without my glasses on, um, I wish that I was just like, oh, it's reading time. Let me just change my whole face very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Let me become more like attractive somehow. Well, he's just like a such a like beautiful looking person so more Sawyer less Matthew Fox yeah he really ushered in our love of bootcut jeans oh that, sh- that show was king. big on bootcut <laughs> jeans there was a lot of bootcut in that show yeah the fashion on Lost is horrendous everything Kate wears and she has one pair of underwear and it's like the kind that the sides are just like bikini like spaghetti strap style and it's yeah. like there's no way that those would last. The only thing that survived was my sexy underwear and two tank yeah. tops. Yeah. Also, okay, we've now, this segment has gone on way too long, <laughs> but we haven't even mentioned John Locke's name. Like, this is, oh, fuck. this is, like, this is how impossible it is to recap the show. Well, tune in um, to our new daily pod. <laughs> well, we're going to do a podcast a day. Hourly. An hour podcast about, uh, we're going to do 15 minutes of Lost. It'll take us an hour to get through every 15 minutes. So like, yeah. we'll have a job for years to come. That's a great. I just think it's such a funny show and I love it. And maybe I've just started following Josh Holloway on Instagram. We, who could say? Who can never know? Who could ever he's, know? He's in another show because Jay was wondering when we were rewatching it. He was like, 
does just Sawyer have that hair or is like, like who decided that? Because his hair is sort of like a bleached long, you know, sort of looks sometimes like it's been blown out. Sometimes it looks like it's a little bit greasy, but it's always sort of the same length. And did he want to keep it at that length? And then I looked at his IMDb and I saw that he was the lead at another show called Colony, which I think is maybe about alien invasion or something. Yes. And he has the same hair. And I was like, well, I guess I have to watch this for research. If he calls anybody freckles, I'm game. Oh. If, he gives some, <laughs> if he gives someone a cute nickname that he calls them repeatedly, even though they have a real name. Freckles. <laughs> this is a great yeah. new segment. I highly approve it. I hope um, <laughs> somebody answers my polar bear question. Not today. We'll have to wait. I hardly know about the polar bears. There's also some sort of like portal that drops you off in the desert in like the Middle East from mm-hmm. f- from from the island. I mean, that explains itself. Let's do potato it, business. Yeah. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. Yeah, thank you for being such a good sport. Thank you for letting us talk about Lost for hours on I it. Mean, you know what? I'm now thank- like just staring at pictures of that actor and it's not good for my brain. Well, if you want to take a break, you, you should check out the actor who plays Desmond. Uh, Henry Ian Cusick, I think is his name. Yes. He's also quite uh, charming. The third Apparently, Cusack. These are very... Whoa, these are very common searches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, this like, guy, this guy, Jessica, is more your type. He's very cute. He's he's like, he has like a bit of a Keanu vibe. He's like, if you combine... And a Star like, Trek vibe. He's like, if you combined like Dustin Hoffman and Keanu or something. Yeah. Like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I also looked up what else he was in and I was like, oh, he's in some uh, like dystopian teen drama I gotta watch. Wasn't... Keanu, your stunt casting? Who was he in stunt can- casting? Wasn't or, Ke- yeah Keanu? I think we had Keanu playing Faraday. Yes, that's right. Ke- Keanu was Faraday. Yes. And then we then we gender swapped uh, Desmond to be played by Tilda Swinton. Right, 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 right. Yes, because yes, yes. There's in the entire cast of Lost. There's only one character who is openly gay, which just like how many people the numbers- are on the island? Yeah, like the numbers Two? don't work out. It doesn't like if you have 10 people, one of them at least is gay. Yeah. Uh anyway, yeah, if you want to see our stunt casting, I'll post that on the Patreon. Uh if anyone is screaming, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it and I have this really short attention span. There should be a new tier on your Patreon that just gives you access to the stunt casting. Oh, yeah. It's 50 it's a one-time payment of $2,000. You get a ticket to Oceanic <laughs> uh, Air flight. Uh, oh, there's another frozen. Oh my god, my internet is unstable again. We're back. That was that was very brief though. Okay, we're good. Briefly we're like like in Lost, I'm blipping in and out of time. Yeah, you're jumping. I'm in the sideways universe. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get into the potato universe. <laughs> okay, oh. we're in the potato universe. Okay, mm. this is perfect for my potato business that I have to share. Um, should I go first? Sure. I mean, the the saying universe and potatoes uh, really is just, I need, to, I need to share this. This is just an article I saw just trending on Twitter 
And I wanted to get out in front of the story before everyone sends it to me. <laughs> but this was January 13th, so maybe no one else saw it or <laughs> thought to send it. So maybe... <laughs> it was a, it was a, a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the headline. A potato-shaped planet has been discovered. Fuck. Astronomers have discovered a planet, WASP-103b is its name, or W-A-S-P-103b. More like a potato than a globe. It formed around a star that is one and a half times larger than Jupiter. Uh, one of the largest non-globe planets recorded due to its proximity to its home star, less than 20,000 miles. Tidal stresses pull it in the shape of a potato. So I just... I just wanted to let everyone know that I know because <laughs> quite often if there's any potato-based news, I get it uh, sent to me by so many lovely people uh, and I appreciate it. Also horse information. I do appreciate it, but it does, uh, it gets hard to react. You know, the, the dream is, is that one day you get that perfect confluence of like potato horse email. Yes. It's fine. Like a horse emails me a potato. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or vice versa, yeah. My dream, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, it's it's been a dark couple of years for us all, but knowing that there's a potato planet out there somewhere that maybe one day our, our, our future generations can, you know... So I'm just thinking, like, people can colonize Mars, the rich people can colonize Mars, and the rest of us can go mm -hmm. to Potato Town. We'll go to the potato planet. Yeah. yeah. There's a great prog rock record in Blast Off to the Potato Planet. <laughs> That's like sponsored by McCain. Yeah. <laughs> it's from a, a little known band from PEI mm. <laughs> in the 70s. That would be amazing. Potato rock. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to get out in front of the story. You know, Absolutely. Before larger yeah, news media outlets pick it up and I get, uh, you know, sent it one million times. But let's hear uh, what both of your potato business you have to share is. Nico, you go first. I have potatoes for dinner. Ooh. How were they prepared? Crinkle cut. <laughs> did you put them in the oven or did you deep fry them or did you make them in the air fryer? We made them in the oven. We don't have a deep an air fryer, but we talk about it fairly frequently. Like we well, we sort of talk a lot about these kitchen gadgets that we don't currently have that we could. Wedding I'm a, registry. Well, that's what I. That's do I, you like frozen pizza? Times. I did until I, I'm vegan now, so frozen vegan pizzas are always a bit of a letdown. It's never as good as you want it to be, so I've just sort of walked away from pizza. Crinkle cuts, are you a mayonnaise or a ketchup lady? Ketchup, primarily. Um, okay. And we, we decided to have fries for dinner because my fiance and I, um, I don't think I've mentioned that uh, that I'm getting oh, married. congratulations. Thank are you getting married? So wow, yeah, I know. <laughs> it hasn't come up. Um <laughs> We sort of looked at each other and had the what do you want for dinner conversation and neither of us really had any sort of idea. Um, mm -hmm. And then I said, I would like, uh, I think I could eat a fry. Uh, and then I just took an entire bag of McCain uh, crinkle cut uh, fries, put them onto a tray and cooked them, put them in a bowl like they were popcorn. Ooh. Uh, and then that was our dinner um, as adults. <laughs> it was just a, a bowl of fries. Why not? It's, That's fine. Yeah. That's food. But then I was also hungry, and I went and had uh, two English muffins. Oh, that sounds good too. Yeah, very. I just had the blandest, whitest meal Beige. in the world. Yeah, yeah. But that's what your body's craving, so 
Uh, Jay and I often have evenings where we just have corn for dinner. Like we just look at each other and we, you know. What kind of corn? What style of corn? Just like tortilla chips with dip. Mm. Oh yeah, sure. I love that. I thought you meant like yeah. loose corn, like you just like would like open. Like, <laughs> I imagine a can corn on the cob first, and then uh, yeah. like a corn of niblets, a can of niblets. I open a drawer, <laughs> and it's just loose corn. Everybody's got like a good house has a has a corn drawer. Yeah, I would hope the so. nicest fridges. Like yeah. there's, you know, like if you have the money, you'll have a corn drawer. I corn crisper. have a friend of mine whose dad, his dream always was if he ever got rich, which he did, um, that he would have a kitchen that had a drawer for every utensil. So if you were looking for a what? fork, that's in the fork drawer. And you would pull it open. It was just full of forks. That's terrible. It was <laughs> I'm an, sorry. It's awful. It's It's a strange way of organizing oneself. Also, like, there are drawer organizers for this very reason, to make, like, micro drawers within the drawer, each for the fork and knife and spoon. It is such a rich person thing to be like, Mm. oh, I I have a drawer that's just forks. They're all the same. I have a thousand of them. But it's less convenient. But I would would do that with corn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then we're back on on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. Or, like, the crinkle cut french fry drawer, and it would just match, Mm. it would refill itself behind the scenes, so every time you opened it, this drawer is full. And it would be warm yeah. and crisp. So it's like yeah. an air fryer and you pull it open and it's just warm and crisp crinkle cuts. The only acceptable form of frozen french fry. Uh, I really, really, really want... This is a legally binding document. It's your opinion and you're welcome to it and I respect that. And I cherish it. This is it. one of the 12 rules for living. <laughs> <laughs> number one number one is clean your room. Number two is only ever eat crinkle cut fries. Fold, fold your, make your bed in the morning and put a potato in it. And when you get into bed, it'll be fries. This is how we live. That's great. This is, this is how the 1% lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other half. Alicia, what's your potato business? Well, it's not mine. It was a little news blurb that I, I learned today. I was speaking to a person, a consumer from Minnesota. And, oh, yeah. Uh, such a nice person with such a great way to start the day. And... Um, I was looking for a specific piece of information for her, and uh, it's in, like deep in the depths of our regulatory information for work. So to kind of buy some time, I asked her how the weather was, and she's like, it's so cold here. And uh, it is Minnesota. And so I like, did the, it was minus 26 there without the wind Whoa. chill factor. So who knows what it was. But after that, I logged on to the work Twitter account and saw somebody in Minnesota had tweeted the temperature and that also a giant transport truck filled only with potatoes had had an accident on a major highway and uh, all over the highway were just frozen potatoes and the whole highway had to be shut down. And that's just wild. These are just the end times, you know? It's just I mean, that's the American dream, like roads literally paved with golden potatoes mm, yeah yeah and I'm i really sorry. now after hearing about nico and is your partner's name leisha why do i think it's it's similar alicia. to my name alicia uh, it's so close to, it's so similar to your name your name is the one she gives at starbucks so um they won't call her something totally outlandish okay <laughs> i yeah my, my i never expect anyone to get it right and certainly it never happens on a cup and I appreciate that. I appreciate every iteration. Um, I really want French fries with gravy now, like more than mm. anything in the world. Oh, what's that? Is there a party coming into your house? 
a, I guess it's a gaggle of uh, sorority uh, women in my hallway. I, I was just know. transported back 20 years to like visiting <laughs> friends in the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology dorm rooms. <laughs> yeah, there's some... Um, my alma mater. Jay, Jay refers to them as like Vancouver women. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which like sometimes if I, I if I if I wear my hair in a certain way and dress bland enough, he's like, "Oh, you look like a Vancouver lady," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> they they're plentiful." And I'm I usually uh, if I'm not doing it intentionally, I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think our upstairs neighbor like loves her girls and has her girls over for girls' night and like pops some bottles and like talks to the girls in a really high voice and I'm just like uh, Do you think they're up there explaining loss to each other? I mean I could only hope that would be our, our common ground we could bond over and become best friends BFF. Next time you pass them in the hallway you should just sort of loudly have a conversation about like I can't believe Sawyer said that to Kate and then just keep an eye on them <laughs> I'm like I'm so sad Mr. Echo is gone. I think I might watch Lost. Order some fries and gravy and watch Lost tonight. I was thinking about it because Meat on Main is very quick and uh, haven't eaten out in several days so my body's <laughs> trying to feel so good I should ruin that um, yeah. I should ruin that immediately um, and the streak and the streak <laughs> um, should we I red hot chili okay. peppers it's 736 yes. let's red hot chili yes. peppers I was, I was gonna ask another lost question yeah but I, I can say it in, I saw the sparkle in your eyes I was like no way lady I'm sorry this is, you've like set a dangerous precedent yeah, is all I'm going to say with this episode. A, a, and I, a door has been opened that cannot be closed again. Yeah, the hatch. <laughs> the hatch has been blown, blown open. wide open. We have to push the button. Red hot yeah. chili peppers, you two. Let's okay. focus. <laughs> How much money? Nico, yes. how much money have you spent on the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Twenty-seven dollars. Oh, I've been I've been thinking about this all day. <laughs> You've been adding up so many different things. I had I have one of those hats that has a green bill and is like a like a golf visor, and I have a little machine and I pull a little lever. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tallying all my monies from over the years. No, because I've I've owned two uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers albums in my life. Uh, okay, what, I have owned ones? Californication, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm not a monster. Uh, and <laughs> I have owned the Greatest Hits collection. Oh, see, those are the two that I would have purchased myself as well. Those are the only two good ones because you get Californication, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody noticed, uh, but on uh, Twitter.com last week, <laughs> I posted 2022 is the year we all get back into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's right. Um, I must have missed that. I'm so sorry. If you've ever want to see a lot of men be really upset. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I live for. Be a, be a woman on the internet that tweets 2022 is the year we all get back into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, oh, we got to so go sorry. back and... We gotta go back. We gotta <laughs> we go back. Gotta go back. Uh, all roads lead us back to the island. Um, it's true. So I, I I bought the Red Hot Chili Peppers album to impress 
uh, when I work downstairs at Men's World, it all also cyclically oh. ties back to my retail uh, uh, uh-huh. dream slash nightmare. Um, upstairs, we had one of those clothing stores that was in the early, in like the year 2000, she worked there and they sold like blue notes and jeans like that. Mm. It was a bootlegger, I think it was called. Remember bootlegger? Yeah. We got a bootlegger in a mall. It was very uptown. Uh, and there was a girl that I very <laughs> briefly had a crush on, uh, and she loved the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I bought a Red Hot Chili Peppers CD uh, and then proceeded wow. to never talk to her uh, because I would win her heart because she would know that I had a Red Hot Chili Pepper CD in my car that I didn't open. Um, <laughs> the things we do for love. Well, this is why my boss tried to fire me for not being popular or knowing how to dress myself is because right. I clearly lacked a lot of sort of social skills to work in the retail environment because I couldn't even... You should have aggressively wrapped some Anthony Kiedis lines. <laughs> I should have just thrown person. that CD at her with a note that says, look, I bought, like with the receipt tape <laughs> to it. And so she knew that I bought it. Made suggestive eye uh, gestures at her. Yeah. I mean, she's an anti-vaxxer now, so it's all fine. Oh, but my God. You dodged a bullet there. You, you dodged great. the bullets. You dodged the bullets and the guns you didn't even know were loaded. Yeah. <laughs> and she's dodging the needles. Woof. <laughs> well, so I've spent $27. I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, 20, the year 2022, it's going to happen. I'm going to go back and look at the replies on that. Yeah, I got to read that. Be furious. Get mad. I have one person that agreed with me, and you will not be surprised to know who one of those people is. <laughs> Flea. Former guest of your show. I, at one point, said, if you dorks don't stop bullying me, I'm going to tag Flea in here, and he's going to tell Tom York about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate threat. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 don't tell don't, don't tell Tom. <laughs> I struggled it for a long time when I wrote that part of it to remember how to spell. Like, is it T-H-O-M? Is it T-H-O-M-E? Is there a Y in Tom York somehow? It's, yeah, T-H-O-M-M-E. It's this is, it's my, my wordle of the day every day is Tom. Oh. Yeah, I spell Tom how York. Many, how many tries? Yeah, you start with... <laughs> start with Tom, which different is... Different spellings, and eventually you'll get it. Yeah. Oh, woof. Uh, I'm still I'm still at the same amount. I have not uh, lost or gained any more <laughs> since we last did it. So just yeah, the person who agreed with you on Twitter, pretty sure uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Former guest of the podcast, former guest of the podcast, Alex Hudson. Uh, I still have just spent the most money on his uh, red hot chili peppers butt tattoo. That's <laughs> my big splurge. I continue to have spent zero dollars. My big splooge. Keep your body pure. <laughs> <laughs> My goal for this year is to somehow trick both of you into spending an inordinate amount of money on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I just spent $20 to get a vegan poutine delivered to me. That is worth every penny. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. But, but what if you, when you got it, I had somehow called ahead to the restaurant and asked them to slip a Red Hot Chili Pepper CD right to the bottom of the fries? <laughs> so I've eaten it all the way to the bottom. And then you and get then to I the bottom it. and there's a CD copy of Red Hot chili pepper uh, that's technically blood sugar free. Sex magic technically free. Yeah. but what yeah. if i get them to write it on the bill yeah it doesn't matter no one, that's not no what one i ever looks at the, no one ever looks at the receipt yeah and you're like fuck i paid for this i'm gonna <laughs> this is look 2022 is the year that we all get back into the red hot chili peppers i've i've stated it in the paper of record which is twitter the only yeah. the only paper that matters anymore i feel like both of us still really enjoy twitter to some degree um, i love it yeah, like I can't, I could never, it would be the last of the socials I gave up. So I enjoy that you are there and active. 
Um, yeah. It's less, less lonely. You're one of the things <laughs> that makes it worth checking in on. Every I, now and then. I like I, that both of you are there. Like I, I find myself thinking once, once a day, at least like, I haven't seen a post from either Jessica or Alicia. I should, I need to search through the internet. I'm very (laughs) rare. Okay. I'm just looking at my screen time. I spend 11 minutes on Twitter compared to an hour and a half on Instagram. Instagram has a real time suck. But it's like, I'm mostly just messaging with people. Like I'm not looking at things. So it's like, you're there. You're chatting with singles in your area. Yeah. I wish. (laughs) I'm, 30 and flirty and uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. live links uh, shut down. Uh, But like on my, I'm just looking at my thing. Like I spent five minutes texting. So like, yeah, most of my, what I would be doing, like communicating, socializing with people is just on Instagram. I'm ashamed. I'm afraid to look at my screen time because it would be like, you've somehow invented two extra hours in the day. And you spent both of them. I have uh, an Instagram diet on currently. I'm only allowed an hour and a half a day. And it's great. It helps. But it's the way I keep in touch with like several out of town friends. So I yeah. like have to be careful how I spend my hour and a half. Somebody had the funniest tweet the other day. Uh, and it was so Oh, it's, it was Steph Tolev. Uh, she's a Toronto comedian who now lives in LA. And it is something I've thought about tweeting for years, but I'm way too shy. And it's if I unfollowed you recently in brackets, men, it's because I thought you were single and <laughs> checked your tag pictures and saw a hot girlfriend. I don't got time for that. <laughs> and I like, Whenever like somebody cute follows me, I like look at through their pictures and then I'm like, oh yeah, they're no, no, I'm not following back if they have a cute girlfriend. <laughs> six. Yeah. That's how the I don't meet anybody. Fruit. Yeah. Should we puppo? Speaking of forbidden fruit, mm. Jay just walked <laughs> through the door with a big durian in his hand. Oh. No, I wish. Do you oh, like durian? <sighs> Is durian forbidden? I mean, it's very, it's very uh, divisive. hard to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it's I like always an ice joked about it is because, yeah, it's like, where do you f- ever get a fresh one? It's always frozen. Um, I'm playing a lot of uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. And uh, one of the areas is like this desert area with these cool durian trees that if you get them, they give you like so much life. And so Jay's like, get the durians, get the durians. Uh, and then I realized that like he's never experienced durian in real life. So the last time I was at the Asian grocery store near us, I bought some freeze dried durian and got him to try them. And he was like, hmm. Yeah, I it's very know. strong flavor. Oh, to f- it's more, it's, yeah, it's like the smell, the flavor. The smells intense, yeah. But he did get three extra hearts, so. Like 20 extra Three extra hearts, pig hearts yeah. transplanted directly into his body. <laughs> yeah. Um, and whew, so much extra vim. Mm-hmm. Um, Nico? Yes. Who's your pup of the week? Or pupos of the week? I don't remember who I... I'm just going to list everyone that's in my house currently. So I haven't mentioned this, but I did get engaged this year. Uh, and Congratulations. My fiance is playing Sims 4 on the TV you directly en- next to me. You're engaged? When did there's this a rumor happen? Going, there's a rumor going around. There's a rumor going around that... Is this an exclusive announcement? Ex- this is a exclusive. Do we have the exclusive? You have the exclusive. Uh, it's going out to all the major networks after, but I sort of wanted to give the both of you... Yeah, we're like the Associated Press of podcasts. Yeah, you're the you're this you're the AP, uh, you're yeah. the CP. Well, this is going to uh, be great when you write your article. CPAs. Twelve ways to get engaged. 
Yeah, yeah. T- 12 rules 12 to tips. engagement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the rules of engagement. We got engaged after I had been, I'd done a TV appearance on Janelle and Massa's show, not to brag or anything, but I was on TV really <laughs> late at night talking about Dave Chappelle for two minutes. Oh, uh, yeah. And now I'm, in commercial, now I'm in commercials for Janelle and Massa's show, it turns out. Um, anyways, oh, wow. so I had this really weird and kind of awful time, and then I went outside and had a cigarette because I was still smoking because I hadn't lied to a doctor yet. And then I came in <laughs> and I was lying in bed. Uh, and I was just sort of having a bad day. Uh, and my fiance was lying in bed next to me playing Breath of the Wild on her Nintendo Switch. And she Ooh, said, oh, hold excellent. on. She said, hold on one second. I have something for you. Uh, and I said, what? And then she reached into the bag beside her in the bed and she brought a ring box out and she gave it to me. Um, oh. We were watching uh, Guys Grocery Games. and <laughs> Such a great <laughs> so show. so perfect we were for watching, you. We were watching Guys Grocery Games. Uh, we were both in our Nintendo Switches. And she was just like, oh, hold on one second. I have a thing for you. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And she gave me a ring. And that's how we got engaged. So I guess my pop of the week is getting engaged. When you opened the box, was it just her finger in the box with a bunch of cotton <laughs> and some ketchup around it? I opened it up and it was just a, it was just an itemized bill for all the things that I owed money for. That just, <laughs> just a potato. Yeah, it was a potato. It was a potato shaped planet. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I opened it up and I said, "Is this real?" Uh, <laughs> that was my first response. You took it to the jeweler the next day. <laughs> yeah, I checked it. Yeah, for you all bit the, it. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked at it a couple of times. Tried to scratch something else with it. <laughs> I rolled it down the hallway in our apartment just to see because if it rolls but it fades to the left, it's fake. It's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> 12 more weeks of winter. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Other than the animals you can see running around in my apartment. Well, the, view, the listeners can't see, but the viewers, the two of you, can have seen, I think, all of my animals at some point. Right yeah. around so apartment. two cats. Two cats, one, one dog, dog. And one fiance. And one fiance, yes. Okay. And you're getting married, I heard. <laughs> this is like the marriage style fiance. <laughs> yeah, it's not just a fiance fiance. It's a like No, it's not the other kind. <laughs> okay. It's not the it's dinner kind, it's a it's a going out kind. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Ooh, uh, that's so romantic with like you got Guy Fieri, you got Zelda. I love it. We got it Probably all. Probably had some potatoes within you. <laughs> is your apartment a loft or is there a separate bedroom? It's a loft, but it has a separate bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have like a barn door that separates the bedroom from the rest of the loft. Ooh, don't tell Farmer Man. We do live in a loft. I almost, yeah, Farmer farmer Man definitely, uh, I won't get into it. There's, there's, this podcast could last for hours. <sighs> I mean, yeah. and it's past Farmer Man's bedtime. We should tell him about Lost. I wonder if he's seen Lost. He's probably be, was one of the actors in Lost. He probably <laughs> such wrote a weird it, life. actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, he probably did the initial storyboards and sketched out the The theme song, to plot. the love theme from Lost is by Farmer Man. Oh, I fucking hate it. Sorry. Sorry, Farmer Man, but it's, it's very rudimentary. Mm. It's divisive. It's, yeah. I do like some of the music on Lost. There's some, like, really stringy, like, Hitchcock-y style Guys, music. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm so Lost sorry. again. I'm so sorry. Fuck. Sorry. I, like, fall And you both got sucked in because then you're talking about the score. And so I'm just yeah, like, we're like, oh, oh I'm not even... And it was, like, a first listening to it. And I'm like, this is fine. I'm like, not again. You're not really... Not again. Your, your patience on this episode is, like, quite admirable, <laughs> Alicia. Like, I... I only looked at my phone, like, once. <laughs> To look at pictures of Sawyer. Yeah, which is relevant. So, Oh, you know, Sawyer's on a television show called Lost. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, neither of you are my puppos of the week. Uh, you like those pictures, you'd love Lost. Yeah. My puppo of the week is Hank. 
He is so cute. I can't fucking deal with it. And I gave him a bath last Friday uh, in the afternoon. And then I had to cut bangs, his bangs, because he couldn't see. His groomer had to uh, cancel his grooming appointment last minute. And we're scheduled in for Saturday at 10 a.m., which means I can go to the gluten-free Epicurean and have a sugar mm-hmm. and cinnamon donut, which is so great. Mm-hmm. They make real donuts, not fake donuts, like a certain shop in Vancouver that I don't like. Yeah, so I'm kind of embarrassed because I'll take Hank in and, you know, she'll be like, what do you want? I always say the same thing. I'm like, you always do a great job. And uh, she's been doing these kind of wild poodle cuts on him. And I'm, I'm, I love it. But I messed up like a work of art by just cutting oh. basically like two strips of fur out that were like this long <laughs> each. And uh, you can't, like a normal person can't see it, but I know that it's there. And of course, like a, a professional groomer or hairdresser notices right away when you've messed up your hair. So I, I'm going to just like drop him off and be like, hey, sorry. <laughs> but he's well, so soft he's- right now because he had a bath. He was really dirty after all of the snow. Could you just get a marker and fill it in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It he was so much hair, this. Nico. It was, uh, his hair on his head is like this long right now. Yeah. So some wow. I just kind of flopped over and he, I couldn't see his eyes. And It sounds punk. And like you mentioned last week that like we should get a little, or like we talked about how he should have a little leather jacket because he's been a real bad boy. I'd really so like, like for him to have also like a Mariner's style striped shirt. Oh, yeah. Like the so Seattle Mariners? The no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, Ichiro jersey. Like a little a sailor shirt, like a French. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a dog in the neighborhood who has one, but he doesn't like other dogs, so I can't get close enough to ask where to get him. Anyways, oh. um, Jessica, who's your puppo of the week? This is your lost. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, I've got several puppos. Uh it's been a weird week, but we've had some lovely, some lovely people uh, hanging out. I went for a nice walk with Alicia. You're you. That was really one fun. Of my puppos. I mean, Hank was there too, but he was very like. He was really like over. He gets really excited. Like his world is so small that when he, he sees had, like, an old friend, purpose. Yeah, he's got to protect he was, us. Like, yeah. <laughs> when you Jessica veered off to, to towards her house, and then I walked back home towards mine, but Hank. For about five minutes, which is a long time in a dog's world, was looking for you. It was like he's like, we've lost a member of the pack. <laughs> we have to go back. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, back. yeah, he's he really loves his people. Um, I have some other puppos. Former guest Aaron Reed uh, messaged me out of the blue to say he had some something for Jay and I. And so I I was just running errands and I was going to be nearby. So I stopped by and we had a little outside visit in the rain. Like it was cold and rainy and we were just like, well, what else are we going to do? Both wearing masks. But he gave me a bag of like corn kernels for Jay because Jay likes having popcorn after dinner and some uh, little dark dark chocolate bar for me. And then a stack of a stack of some of his drawings because he's getting ready to move. And he was like, I just think like you, you guys should have these drawings because uh, like they will only make sense to you. And so I opened it when I got home because I didn't want them to get wet. There was like 15 drawings or something. It was like a whole stack of them. So it was just like, I don't know what we did to deserve it, but it was just like a lovely gesture. And uh, then it was also my friend Evan's birthday this past week. And I texted him to wish him happy birthday. And he was like, can I please give you some of this birthday cake uh, that I have? Because I have too much of it and it's stressing me out. So I went and picked up some of that cake and wow, it was decadent. What flavor? 
It was Black Forest, Kate. Oh, so grown up. But yeah, it was just like, a, a you know, nice excuses to get out of the house and see people, albeit briefly and masked and all that. But uh, yeah, it's nice. And things are starting to feel like spring yeah. is around the corner. So no, not to brag, nice. Nico, but we had like a really unusually spring-like day today. It's okay. We just had a we just had a blizzard. You had some really terrible weather, but I mean, mm. Doug Ford was out there with a tiny shovel. <laughs> this child, he like, robbed a child and stole his play shovel. Who was the the villain character from Back to the Future? Biff. Biff Tannen. Biff. That's who yeah. I think of every time I see Doug Ford. I was about to say John C. Riley, but oh, I, but that oh. guy's great. John C. Riley, mm-hmm. not the not a, not the villain in Back to the Future. Yeah. Okay. I know we have to. We're wrapping it up. But have both of you watched the show Search Party? Yes. Yeah, but I haven't watched the newest. I season. haven't watched the newest season it. either. Okay, I just finished it. It's amazing. Um, I just finished that. I just finished Pen Fifteen. There's so many great shows that are ending, and it's sad, but also like very. Uh, it's pronounced penis. You're allowed to say it. <laughs> I mean, it's for the censors. Um, but okay, I have this theory about uh, the character Drew in Search Party. Oh, yeah. If you close your eyes and listen to him, he sounds exactly like John C. Riley. He has a lot of the same mannerisms where he's oh, just. Oh, yeah, like, I can totally oh, yeah. see it. Yeah, he's like tall, skinny John C. Riley. I think you should I mean, call think- him out on social media. Um, yeah. Speaking Plagiarism. of calling people out on social media, <laughs> I mean, Nico. Yes. Um, if people wanted to read some of your work, if they wanted to follow you on social, oh. what's the best way to do that? You have a website. I have a website. It's uh, www.nicostratus.com. Um, I held myself <laughs> back from doing an HTTP joke. Uh, <laughs> colon, colon. Yeah, forward slash, forward slash. Uh, HTTPS. It's a secure website. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You can follow me on social media where I post my various essays that I write in Spin Magazine about bands from the 1990s, mm-hmm. um, like Gin Blossoms and Silver Chair and Cake. I just posted one about Cake yesterday that my editor hates, uh, but the editor-in-chief of Spin likes Cake Mate, uh, the band, so they let me do it. And then I, uh, yeah, I have a column called Everyone is Gay. <sighs> And I yeah. have another, my next iteration of that will be out next week about the band Garbage. Oh, cool. Ooh. Starring Shirley Manson. <laughs> love it. I love it. That's uh, something to look forward to. Yeah. And that's me. I'm on, I'm at Nico Stratus on Twitter and Instagram. I use Pinterest, but probably don't follow me there. I'll follow you yeah, on Pinterest. Okay. That's for, that's for wedding. I just, <laughs> that's for engaged people only. I just use it to look at outfits that all revolve around having an oversized jacket. Ooh. It's such a classic look, especially if it's like a car coat. So nice. A duffel coat. Oh, boy. Mm, love it. Amazing. <laughs> Why am I always jacking off on the podcast? I can't tell you. <laughs> Why am I always eating out on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm always like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jessica, people want to yes. follow a, a Billy Dracula, an energy slime. What's going to happen? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a puzzle influencer now on Instagram. It's official. I got reposted by Pomegranate. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> puzzle brand, which is very funny. You can read about my puzzles and exclaim. Uh, Alex Hudson, former guest, uh, aforementioned uh, pep head, wrote about that. <laughs> I don't know if you want to go to exclaim. It's like a show and tell thing. 
Yeah, I'm Energy Slime on Instagram, Billy Dracula on Twitter. If you want to buy a tote bag, you can go to our merch store. We also have comics and tapes on there. And I'm working on some other things that I might be putting up there soon, perchance by the end of the month, perchance February. That is retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If you are a big old money bags and you want us to keep doing this and you want us to be uh, paying Jay a living wage to edit this podcast and you want some fun bonus content, then head on over to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Retail Nightmares. Absolutely no pressure whatsoever. The cost is a barrier to you and you want to see you know, the lost stunt casting, I will share it with you. That's behind the paywall. Yeah. Just, okay, just well. like pertinent COVID-19 information, you have to pay to see that. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay the big bucks. Uh, Alicia. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, that's where I get sometimes a funny tweet out, maybe once or twice a week. <laughs> or you can buy my book, my best-selling book. So you're a little sad, so what? I would like to, as a as an independent third party, I would like to throw my support behind Alicia's book, which you can buy from Arsenal Pulp Press, mm. an independent uh, Canadian uh, book publisher. And it's a very great book. Thanks, friend. Do it. Nothing like launching a, your writing career during a pandemic, eh? It's going really great. Yeah, I feel so successful. I like checking my bank account all the time, even when I'm not about to buy something, just because I, I think that maybe something has happened and there'll be money in there. <laughs> yeah, like a stranger found out like the transit numbers to your account yeah, and the, the somehow <laughs> left you uh, their their life's savings. I mean, I played reason. a lot of Monopoly as a kid, and I expected I would get a lot more bank dividends in my favor uh, yeah. than I currently have gotten. That happens sometimes in my account, but it's like 16 cents. And I'm like, what is this? And it's like readjustment error. And I'm like, (laughs) from when and how? And also like, can it happen more? (laughs) And like bigger amounts? Anyway. Don't get greedy. 16 cents. Don't spend it all in one place. Should we? I spend it on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank you, again. Let's wrap this up. No, I decided to go the other direction. I know, and I'm watching it happen, and I'm seeing it happen, and I'm stopping it. Your heart is breaking. Nico, thank you so much for joining us again. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Please come back anytime. Yeah, anytime. Anytime you want to be on a podcast, send us a message. We would love to have you. Um, We think you're terrific. It's really nice to see the inside of your home. It's like yeah. one of the, like the great things about this weekly thing is we get to see another room. <laughs> yeah. I forced someone to have a video call with me this morning and she was like, let's do a phone call. And I was like, no, we are going on Zoom because I need to see a different inside space. Yeah. Um, even though I live in a fancy downtown loft in downtown Toronto, uh, Canada's biggest uh, city, uh, where I got engaged to my fiance. <laughs> yeah, and I write for Spin. I write for Spin Magazine. You might have heard of it. About such bands as the Gin Blossoms. I'm the reason why the Gin Blossoms got back together last year. No big deal. Um, (laughs) You know, it's nice to see other people's spaces. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if you have the most beautiful objects surrounding you, if it's the only thing you see every day, change of scenery can never hurt. Uh, We hope you're all doing fine. As fine as can be. We love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, there's some people I don't love, though, for sure. Okay, name them all. Okay. Number one.